Hello everyone, welcome back to Functional Spirituality. My name is Ava and this is a place where I share different philosophical viewpoints, different ideas, unpacking some of our beliefs and concepts around spirituality, healing, and really anything that's meaningful for our community. It's also a place where I share different teachings, so knowledge and information that I've experienced and then distilled into these episodes. Today's episode is a republish of an episode that we shared earlier this year, back in June or July, or last year, 2022, and it is called The New Paradigm of Healing, and it is also the topic that we ran our free workshops around, so if you haven't listened to the free workshops yet, you can visit the Functional Spirituality website and look for the new paradigm of healing and also the workshop about clearing negative energy. And both of them are philosophical perspectives, so they're not actually facts. They might present some facts, but really they are meant to inspire deeper thinking and reorganization and a deepening and a consideration of your beliefs and of the frameworks that you experience your life through so that it's more in alignment with what you consciously choose and desire and intend for yourself. And the new paradigm of healing is a super important topic because it's evident that our communities are burnt out that there's a lot of toxicity in the way that we relate to ourselves with each other and, you know, with the greater community, with the planet, and also healers and teachers and and helping professionals and not just helping professionals, but the helper in all of us, you know, even on a personal level, we all have, we all want to help and we struggle. We struggle with the way we help ourselves and the way we help others And definitely, as an industry, healing and healers, whether it's mainstream or alternative lineages of healers, we're struggling with our work. And I, you know, it's a big part of my story. I struggled a lot with my work and ended up really burnt out in my role of being a leader and a healer. So how does that work? Well, that is really become the focus of a lot of my study and a lot of my work is why did I burn out? And what I discovered was that it's not actually that my tools didn't work or I didn't have enough tools or that I wasn't good enough at using my tools or didn't wasn't motivated enough. None of that was the issue. Super motivated, the best tools. And actually the issue was that it's a paradigm. There's a culture behind our tools There's a culture of healing, a paradigm of healing that is actually representative of our greater culture. There's an imbalance in our culture and we're overly yang or we're overly achievement focused. And that's how we approach our healing. It's about acquiring, mastering, accomplishing tools and modalities. And actually healing is a natural biological function of our system. And the best way to engage with a healing process is to have a 
a healing process that's sustainable. So it's not about motivating yourself and struggling and efforting with tools all the time because that is unsustainable and it doesn't ultimately work, especially when we most need it. It seems like our tools and all the work we've put in is failing us somehow and then we blame ourselves for that. But actually what what we need to adopt and understand is a healing way of being. And the good thing about the healing way of being a healing approach, a healing lifestyle, this new paradigm of healing. The good thing is that it's not just imagination or conceptual. It's actually grounded in our nervous system and in what I call the three steps to healing. So, you know, tools is a part of it. It's the third step, having modalities that we can try to apply to ourselves. But That's a third step. There's actually two steps before that that are super important. Psychoeducation and attunement. It's so important that we have self-connection. Otherwise, we're just applying things to ourselves from the outside. You know, it's like trying to take a pill, whether that pill is a yoga pose or a a herb or some energy medicine. It's without self-connection and self-attunement, You know, we're just throwing tools at ourselves, hoping that they'll work. And actually healing needs to, you know, be generated from the inside. And the thing is, is that, you know, self-connection and the healing way of being like safety, presence, calmness, like cultivating these qualities as a priority, cultivating warmth and connection is such a deeper way of approaching healing because those are like the antidote to the conditions that caused suffering, that create suffering inside of us. Not having relaxation, not having warmth, not having connection. So the opposite of those pieces are what created suffering. So instead of just hoping and wishing for some herbs or some medicine or some healer to heal us, if we actually create the conditions of healing and understand frameworks, having a really clear framework of how did this dysfunction and suffering and dysregulation come into place inside me? If I can really understand that from a developmental point of view, from a nervous system point of view, from a relational healing point of view, if I understand all of that, I'm going to feel way more confident to use my healing tools and to select my healing tools and to navigate my healing tools. So there's some deeper pieces to healing that are very much neglected in the old paradigm. And if you're listening to this episode at the time of publishing, so in February 2022, then there's an opportunity to join us in our next round of our healing program. So we have a program through Functional Spirituality It's called the Therapeutic Embodiment Training. And it is a certification, like a professional development training for people who want to do this work or incorporate these principles into their existing healing work. But it's also a personal development training. And most of the people who take this program are just wanting to solidify, become more confident in themselves and their capacity to hold space for themselves. So it's really about how to hold a healing space 
And that's relevant for everybody. We're always relating, whether it's to ourself or to others. This work is more important than ever. So no matter where you work and who you relate with, you're always holding a space. So I invite you to look into that program if you're interested in being held in a container with a mentor and doing some really amazing study with me and us this year. So if you have any questions about that, as always, just reach out. And I hope you enjoy this episode about the new paradigm of healing. As people who are interested in healing ourselves, we're interested in healing our communities, and we're interested in healing the planet. We are sensitive and aware that things feel toxic and out of balance internally and externally, and we are passionate about evolution and healing and harmony. And what I am so excited to share and what you know, in this episode and in all of my work is about the shift from an old paradigm to a new paradigm. And if you've been in any retreats with me or any courses, you'll, you'll be very familiar with this table that I always put up about the yin and the yang. And what, I mean, we don't have any visuals here about this table, but what is really important to know is that there is a kind of fundamental polarity, a duality. And I've always loved the Chinese medicine Taoist representation of yin and yang and have adapted it, and many people have adapted it, to help to depict this kind of polarity that actually is representing our very own nervous system. And this is the kind of two modes of our autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Because that kind of duality, it's there's such a sharp opposition physically that we have in our systems and in our experience and in our biology. There are ripples out from that or different ways that those are reflected and represented in our lifestyle and in the way that we think and in the way that we organize ourselves in community and in our individual experience that reflect that polarity. So I like to use the words yin and yang. And again, it's a contemporary adaptation of this, you know, ancient wisdom tradition of, you know, what they refer to as the yin and yang. But it's also, for me, it's about this internal experience of either nurturing and being in rest or being creative, productive, and being in activity. It's the difference between emphasizing intuition and flow and emphasizing structure. It's the difference between when we connect more to our emotional experience, nonverbal, and our logical experience and linguistic. It's the difference between when we're more process-orientated and interested in the moment and how we feel now and being results-orientated and that goal in the future. And, you know, as I say in retreat, like both, both of these qualities are incredibly important, incredibly valid. It's about when do we 
adopt them and when are they most relevant for us. And we live in a paradigm. So we live in a system. We live in conditioning and we, we swim in water that is leaning towards the yang. So we live in a patriarchal society where the emphasis is towards a sympathetic nervous system response. There is an emphasis on productivity, creation, activity, fear, survival. And, you know, I have all my theories about this, how society itself, this paradigm that we live in called society, it's been set up as a survival mechanism. Society is a survival mechanism. It's an adaptation that human beings have undergone in order to optimize our survival and the way that it's continued to develop based on its original intention of survival has, you know, continued and exacerbated and the intention is not wellness. The intention is survival. And now we are in a time where we need to swing back the other way. Now we need to develop the other components. We need to be process oriented. We need to cultivate the skills and the capacity and the systems and the conditions and the paradigm of rest and nurturing and presence and slowing down. And the very imbalance of leaning heavily into the yang, um, survival, sympathetic energy, mode of being, that imbalance is at the very heart of so many of the illnesses that we experience on a biological, emotional, community, you know, physical, global level, the illnesses that we experience, the toxicity, the ones that we're aware of, the ones we're not aware of, the ones we're really sensitive to, the ones that are affecting us directly, the ones that are affecting us very slowly, all of the different illnesses are coming from an imbalance that we are living in this old paradigm and the old paradigm is one-sided and it's survival focused. And this paradigm, it's a pattern or a model. So we live in a pattern. We live in a model and we live in a system that is based in this sympathetic survival response and that emphasizes and prioritizes our left brain, our mind, our thinking, results, competition, individualism, structure, getting ahead. And, you know, now we're in this very complex and elaborate society built upon this model and built upon this pattern. And it's, you know, really widespread. It can feel very overwhelming. It can feel very ingrained, very futile how because of how complex our organizational structures are and they're all grounded in this for us who are looking for balance and looking for healing all we see is the effects of this old model it can it can be really overwhelming but because it's a paradigm because it's the model it's the water we swim in also our healing modalities our healing systems 
our spirituality, our religions, our communities, our alternative communities, and all of the places that we seek refuge are also in the old paradigm. And this is the cornerstone of functional spirituality is that spirituality itself needs to be completely broken down and completely reassembled on a new paradigm that is balanced. But when we're speaking about healing, in particular, healing itself is actually a parasympathetic mode. So, yes, we always need to borrow from the other one. We always need to borrow from structure, from logic, from linear, from productivity when we're looking at healing. But ultimately, healing is a yin condition. It's a yin mode of being. When we're looking at business and survival, it's ultimately, you know, essentially or predominantly a yang mode. So some things are actually, you know, inherently more one way than the other. That's why we have this yin and yang. So healing is a yin and parasympathetic mode. And this is where it's so tricky and so dysfunctional is that in the places where we most need yin, it's also lacking. The places where we need more yang, like survival, are thriving right now. We are surviving. The planet is surviving. It's not doing well, though. There's not a state of wellness. So for survival, survival mode is great. For healing, survival mode is not great. Fear in survival mode is not great for healing. So the old paradigm of healing and connection and supporting people who are sick, whether you're a helping professional or you're a community member or a family member or the sick person themselves, the old paradigm for healing is reductionistic. So that means that it's reducing everything to a linear analytical structure. Everything is being labeled, objectified, and pathologized. And what we need is a new paradigm, and it's an entirely new model that is based on heartfulness, connection, compassionate curiosity, and never needing to fix anything. So the old paradigm is where the focus is on how can this be fixed? And the new paradigm, if we are to really take healing in its essential form, it's about supporting. And then, you know, the because we're so ingrained in the old paradigm, we're like, oh, well, we're supporting so that we can fix. But actually, the new paradigm is we're supporting so that we can connect. We're supporting so we can open our own hearts and be more connected. It does not matter if this person dies. It does not matter 
my priority is not this person being fixed and their suffering being alleviated. So it's an it's a whole new paradigm of being with people instead of doing to people. And I, you know, I this paradigm and the shift um, and the awareness around it and the nuance of it is my like life's work. And like I've mentioned before, we have probably one of my biggest and favorite courses, the therapeutic embodiment training. It's all about this. And it's a very simple course that is very in-depth because it's just about how can we actually rewire our brains to honor and want to deeply understand so much that we actually would rather be with someone than want to do something to them to fix them. To not just have that be a psychological understanding like, yeah, okay, or philosophical, yeah, that sounds better, that's the new paradigm, I should want that, but for that to be the actual mode and pattern inside you, that what I want to do is I don't want to be perfect. I don't want to have the best solutions. I don't want to be the best helper. I want to be caring. I want to be connected. And why do we want all that? When we unpack how healing works and how the sympathetic nervous system and how the parasympathetic nervous system works, when we see that our best chance at healing is the new paradigm, is a healing paradigm, a truly healing paradigm. And when we understand that, so there's a psychoeducation, we understand how that actually works, then we don't have to try to rearrange our behavior. Our behavior will naturally reorganize to what we think is valuable and what we think is important and what makes sense to us. And our behavior will reorganize to our highest understanding of something. So our most refined and coherent beliefs about something, our behaviors will reorganize to that. So learning about how the new paradigm works and learning doesn't just mean looking at these different tables that I have. Learning means having a deep experience for yourself of the transformative power of rest, of the healing and embodiment, the therapeutic embodiment of being connected to your own existence, your heart, your presence the layers of your individual experience, like having those experiences is also how we learn about the new paradigm. So the more we learn about it, the more our existence kind of reorganizes around it. And then, you know, that's learning in a formal setting. And then we go out into the world and we see evidence of how conditioned the old paradigm is. We see evidence of the patriarchal society not in this kind of man-hating and activist kind of way which is about you know directing our aggression at the system because that doesn't help anything but we start to gather evidence okay i see how that works i i see evidence of how that 
how when I tried to fix that person, it did not feel connecting and it didn't produce the result. Results are important. That analysis and that yang is so important to have and to leverage. We see, okay, that didn't give me what I need. It did not make me feel more connected and I feel empty now. You know, and we get more and more awareness to what's not working. And this is like, this is school, you know, this is the school of life where we really learn things that are so meaningful for us and are so helpful for us. And by helpful, I mean, we get to use these skills to make our life so much more optimized and to actually heal ourselves and to be the people we so desperately seek to be but are, are looking for the tools and we're looking for the maps, continuously seeking maps and tools and people and teachers to help us get to be the best person we want to be. This polarity is really at the heart of it. It's always been at the heart of it for me. This is when my spiritual practice and my retreats and my teaching all really transformed. For many things, my teachings have completely adapted and this has been the cornerstone of my silent retreats for over seven years. This is the cornerstone of my teaching and it just kind of keeps deepening. So this is something very, very deep and very self-evident in our spiritual practice. And, you know, obviously all the functional spirituality is, is built upon it, ready to throw it away as soon as I think there's something more coherent and better way of understanding. But at the moment, understanding this polarity you know, which is a representation of our essential biological function that we're trying to biohack and leverage and we're trying to hack into deep contentment, rest and healing for both deconditioning and awakening purposes. This is an important topic. So thanks for tuning in today. You know, it's been a while since I've said this, but especially in a topic like this, there are some strong philosophical concepts that have been developed over a lot of time and a lot of contemplation and, you know, and are quite refined. I really invite you to re-listen over the podcast, take it a few times, slow down the speed, and um, I'll pop a post up in our Facebook group because I would love to hear your thoughts about the topic this week. I think it's really important. I'm looking forward to connecting with you over it. Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.